the candy corn of Thanksgiving foods. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm not feeling grateful. That was a shot of DJ. <laughs> no, it's it's not. multiple holidays <laughs> right said, there. Wow. Disrespect. a special Thanksgiving episode of Pardon the Pandemic. Um, I know it is a super awkward time to be celebrating Thanksgiving. Um, it is typically one of my favorite holidays and honestly who wouldn't love a day um, that's focused on remembering to be thankful and grateful and food and football. Uh, quite honestly it's crazy to think that we are already here at this point of the year um, but yet here we are and I think lots of fun in store for the podcast today with a super super fantastic guest. Without further ado, my updates, our updates, I suppose, uh, mine are as follows. Uh, if you have not done so, please make sure you have made an appointment with an academic advisor and get yourself scheduled for spring of 2021. Uh, this next one's probably more of a reminder as opposed to an announcement, but uh, again, offices will be open somewhat uh, as usual beginning November 30th until the winter break begins. Again, at the top of our Penn State Shenango um, website is a little banner that has all of the COVID information. So you'll be able to click on there and see office hours and um, you know, Zoom numbers that are according to each office. Uh, there may be minimal staffing, but again, they will be open. Uh, the bulk of Sharon Hall and Lecture Hall. Uh, fitness Center will be open. The Game Room will be open. And um, we definitely uh, would encourage the students if you need to use the Great Hall for printing or Wi-Fi or the computers, please do so as it will be open. Uh, one more thing that I wanna kind of get on everybody's radar, even though we are um, probably still about two and a half, three weeks out from this is, we'll be hosting a holiday drive-through in lot C on Thursday, December 17th, beginning at 10.30 a.m. If you will, it will be kind of our own little light up night parade. Uh, we'll be handing out hot chocolate and little gift bags with gift cards to local area restaurants, uh, you know, if you're on campus, walk on over and, and say hello. If you're not and you're driving through, no need to exit your vehicle, just pull on around. We'll give you your hot chocolate, your gift card. And um, we definitely hope to see each and every one of our students and bring you guys some holiday cheer and maybe even pay for one of your meals over the break. Question. Yes. Who's making the hot chalky? Mm, uh, Travis. I just wanted to know what kind of hot chocolate was going to be. What hot chocolate would you like? No. I heard people don't love Starbucks hot chocolate. Their hot chocolate is not the greatest. And that's really sad to say because I love Starbucks. On, honestly, I think Dunkin's is better than Starbucks. What about chocolate. Swiss Miss? How do, how do people feel about Swiss Miss? I grew up on Swiss Miss. Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't, I don't hate Swiss Miss, but I'm just okay. saying... So if we're going to narrow it down, we're going to say Duncan. Cool. That's Cheers all. Cheers to Duncan, whatever that means. Cheers to Duncan. <laughs> there are what? Maybe the unofficial doesn't Panera make it too? What? Wait, Bruce, what'd you say? Doesn't Panera have hot chocolate too? Mm, I forgot about Panera. We're just going to throw hot water at you and then the powder right after that. <laughs> you get so. to choose what variety of powder is thrown at you? I could be the marshmallows. Yeah, hopefully you don't get burned too badly, but. I see no issues about any of this. 
Yes. Uh, hey, Melissa, do you have any updates? You know what? I don't. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> not one update do I have. I'm just really looking forward to this holiday drive-through. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'll, I think that uh, sounds sure like a lot to... of fun. Now, I think it'd be really cool if those who are helping would wear like their ugly Christmas sweaters. That would be really cool. Look for like a little elf costume. Yeah. I think that would be awesome, especially D-Jack. If we get someone to dress up as Santa, that'd be awesome. I think D-Jack should dress up as an either an elf or dress, Santa. I'll be dressed as David Jackson that day. <laughs> He's 86 in the holiday. Unbelievable. It's okay. Mm. All right. So that was a fun uh, beginning. <laughs> All right. A special Turkey Day guest um, is none other than... <laughs> yes. Is none other than our director of development and alumni relations, a true Penn Stater, and and I mean this with all sincerity, an awesome, awesome person, Mr. Ty Cole. <laughs> Ty, what is up? Hi guys, um, just just hanging out in my apartment. Uh, just <laughs> not much else happening right now. <laughs> Fair enough. So. Fans of the podcast know that I like to start off with two questions, and um, today's no different. Uh, question number one for you, and, and I, I feel like people might start being concerned with me when I ask this question, um, but it seems fun. This is more of a scenario. So let's say you've done something to anger a great number of turkeys. How many turkeys do you think you could take on in a fight before they overpowered you? I'd probably say six. I'd say six is a specific number, but I feel like, you know, the odds are at my favor at that point, but after that, it just goes downhill. A lot of turkeys. Yeah. Because don't those, sure. little, those little guys come at you like pretty, pretty fiercely, don't they? Yeah. Mm. All right. So we're going with six from Mr. Cole. And uh, another number, number two, that's my second question. So you are a definite Penn Stater. Uh, how did you find yourself here at Penn State Shenango with us clowns? <laughs> so... Basically, my background was I graduated from Penn State Beaver in 2018, and I moved right up to State College for a post-grad internship right after. And that was a three and a half month internship. And then they hired me in the Office of Annual Giving. Um, I got to travel to nine states in about eight months for my job to meet with Penn Staters, um, just to connect with them, network. And I knew I wanted to get back to a campus at some point. And this position opened up and I, I talked to some people and I, I, I got the job. So I've been here since January and I love it. I love the Shenanga Valley. I'm digging the enthusiasm. We're, we're happy to have you. I can tell you that much. I know it's kind of unfortunate because you, you started in a time of, you know, I was going to say a time of cholera, but a time of <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. So we haven't really got a chance to know you all that well, or had any like really fun events that we could kind of in our Shenango tradition, get to like know each other as a staff and faculty a little bit better. But um, I know you've only been here a short amount of time, but what's, what's been one of like your favorite things about the Shenango campus so far? Because you came from the Beaver campus. Yeah. So kind of close by our sister campus, but what's one of the things you like about this one in particular? I like the, I like the atmosphere. Um, I like that it's in downtown Sharon. Um, that, you know, I'm a walk away from Lulu beans or walk away from a gym or anything like that. But I just really like the atmosphere. You know, everyone's been very welcoming. And I think that's the only bad part about me starting in January was I feel like I'm kind of, you know, missing out on a lot of the campus feel and, you know, getting to new, know you guys better. But yeah, I like the atmosphere. 
Ty, honestly, what is one of the things you like about um, alumni and um, development? Because I know, I'm not sure if that's something that you started out, like knowing you'd want to get into that kind of job after graduation. But what's one of the things that you like about that specific department and the work that you do? Maybe someone who is um, kind of unsure about what they want to do in their future career. Like what led you to that position or that role? So when I was a senior, um, I was just like every other college senior. I was like looking at jobs and things to do. And my career counselor came up to me one day and she was like, Hey, I think you'd be good at development. And I was like, what the heck's development? I have no clue. what that is. <laughs> and, um, She was like, it's basically just networking, connecting with people and fundraising for the university. And I was like, well, I'm a pretty social guy. You know, I, I, I didn't really have any other, anything else lined up and I applied for the internship and got it. And since then I basically fell in love with it. Um, I tell a lot of people that, you know, kids don't grow up saying they want to be directors of development. Um, if they would, that'd be an interesting, you know, an interesting childhood. But um, <laughs> I just, I love the the people aspect of it. Um, I think Penn Staters are a different breed. Um, mm. I think the drinking the Kool-Aid scenario is real. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I truly have found, you know, I've met with probably over 200 Penn Staters for my job and I've probably only had one bad meeting. Wow. So it's Penn Staters are truly a different, a different breed and I love it. So. That's awesome. Good to hear. What do you think outside of like being a Penn Stater, what do you think one, like a good characteristic would be to have in that kind of role? Um, being outgoing, um, having the ability to, you know, kind of work a room, um, you know, always on your toes Mm because you never know what a donor could say or a way a conversation could turn. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the ability to, I think, kind of be diligent. You know, this, this work is, it's, it's a failing profession. Um, You know, it's kind of like baseball. You, you, if you hit 300, you're in the hall of fame. So if, you know, if I reach out to a hundred people and I get three responses, but one of those responses is, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, then that's an absolute win. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say, you know, just, uh, perseverance. Mm-hmm. I've, I've talked to a, a good amount of alumni recently, actually. And I know at least one of them is, is very uh, interested in, and you've met with her on many occasions actually, but she wants to be more involved. Mandy. What would you say? Yeah. What would you say to alumni, um, that are kind of removed from the campus a little bit, but are, are talking about, you know, maybe joining the alumni society and being a little more involved? Yeah, no, I think I, I was shocked by the amount that our alumni society does here. Um, we we just were it's it's, it's unbelievable. Um, I think we've raised over uh, the golf outing raises over twenty thousand dollars a year, which is fantastic. Um, but just to I think to reach out to you know to me or to Carl, our president, um, he's kind of Mister Sharon. Everybody knows Carl Sizer. <laughs> but you know, we, there's just so much they do. There's the golf outing. There's, we meet every at once every uh, Saturday each month. Um, and I think the connections they have in that society are very valuable. Um, there's a lot of community leaders in there and I, it's a very frustrating time to kind of get involved also because of, you For know, sure. everything's on zoom. Um, you know, I'm a little zoom fatigued. I'm sure you guys are too. And, you know, we try to hold meetings, but, you know, if you can't make them, that's fine. But it's just, it's a very frustrating time, I would say too, but we're, we're getting through it. Yeah. I mean, and I, I mean, I, I know she wouldn't mind this shout out, um, yeah. but 
Uh, man, Amanda Eagler and I talked to her last week, and uh, she was very, very enthusiastic about the group, and she wants to get really involved. And yeah. uh, this is my shameless plug for her. She's an amazing person. She was our SGA president. Uh, but she had wonderful things to say about you and, and the rest of the alumni society. So whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. So yeah. I can say. I will say that with your involvement for um, the Sacktober event, which we just finished, we raised the most money this year than we ever have in the past. So I think we raised over $2,500 for that, for the Fuel for the Future initiative, which is an amazing amount of money because yeah. every single dime goes to students. Right. And I think so. we had, we had over 40 donors. I'm yeah, which was the most donors yeah. we've ever had in a campaign ever for that particular initiative. So that was incredible. Honestly, I was so, when Erica was updating me about where we were in the campaign, I was honestly, I was blown away by it. So yeah. it was, it was a pretty cool, we're two for two on hitting our goals in those little crowdfunding campaigns. Uh, that's we did great. Nook and one for the crowd or the fuel for the future. Yeah, that's so, great. That's a lot. That's so cool. That is a lot of money. That's a lot of money, especially when it's all, that's just for the one year and that's all going to students to help them with different things. So Absolutely. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Talking about like the Kool-Aid, I think like there's definitely like, a Penn State Kool-Aid, but I think there's a Shenango campus Kool-Aid too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like people are like, I mean, because Bruce graduated from this campus. I feel like like we definitely have alum who are very like Shenango Kool-Aid kind of kind of people, which which I love. Bruce is and, like, no, that's yeah. not me. Yes, it is. <laughs> I think there's, there's a lot of community with that too. Um, mm -hmm. I know a ton of people that I've met, you know, over zoom and in the two months that I was here that love the Shenango campus and they aren't Penn Staters. So I, I'm, I'm pretty happy it's in downtown Sharon. So, yeah. Yeah. Me too. We've got great people. Yeah. So I got a question for Ty and uh, he kind of handed it to it a little bit earlier in the interview with the 300 reference, but I did mm -hmm. my digging and found out you were a uh, former student athlete. Yeah. So um, talk about your, your baseball days at Beaver and uh, what were some of your more uh, memorable experiences, whether it be games, practice, travel or whatever? Yeah, no, I, I, I actually I have a funny path of how I got to Beaver. Um, I, I went to Salem International University my freshman year of college. Um, they were D2 and, you know, they offered me a baseball scholarship and I was 18. And, you know, if someone offers you a scholarship at that point, you know, you're going to take it. And. Mm -hmm baseball part was great, but the academics weren't really there. And I didn't see myself kind of, you know, learning, um, which is a big thing in college. And so I, I had to transfer to Penn State Beaver and they recruited me out of high school. And I absolutely loved um, the experience at Beaver, you know, being an athlete, it was, it was kind of like, you know, the pressure was there, but it wasn't, you know, at a division two level. Um, and David, you know how that pressure is, you know, you're, you're, you're basically being paid to to go to school there with the scholarship, but Beaver was fantastic. Um, I actually, I broke my ankle my sophomore year, um, I think eight games into the season. So that wasn't fun. And then junior year, I was all healthy. I think I hit 300 junior year, which was, which was good. And then uh, senior year, I, I broke my kidney. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if any of you guys know this. <laughs> it, it was, it was crazy. Um, I was, I was killing it on the field. I had my best season ever. And then there was like seven games left and there was a fly ball. Cause I played shortstop and there was a fly ball between me and the center fielder. And we both collided like this and we were going full speed. And I reached my arm out to catch the ball and he just boom. Uh, on the side and like immediately went to the emergency room. I was in the hospital for five, five nights. Like who the hell 
breaks their kidney in. <laughs> so what do you mean when you say you broke your you kidney? Like your kidney just broke? What do you mean it broke? It was it was officially a lacerated kidney. So like it was basically like I got you know kind of not oh. in it in a in a layman's terms. It was like I got shot in my kidney. Oh it was my gosh! Insane. So that had you been like instant pain? Like you're like yeah, something definitely broke inside. Yeah, it, it was, it, we thought I cracked my rib and then, you know, certain things happen. Then you, you find out that, you know, there's, there's some stuff wrong, but <laughs> other than that, other than that experience, I loved being an athlete. Um, it was great. We, we had some pretty winning teams at Beaver too, which was fun to win. Um, so yeah. Wow. Bet you guys weren't, bet you guys uh, didn't expect that to come out. Oh, nope. no, I almost uh, introduced you as a uh, all-star baseball player for Penn State Beaver, because when I looked you up, it said you had like a 490 or a 480 batting average your senior year. So I was like, no, I don't want to brag for him. I'll let him do it later on in the episode. Yeah. It, it kind of stinks because they gave me honorable mention All-American. And it was because I didn't get to finish the season out. And I was like, well, that, that stinks. Like, you know, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. So a heck of a batting average though yeah that was a good year that was a good year until that happened but <laughs> dj so. is the only other like former student athlete did you have like any like injuries like that um i i had a stress fracture in my femur my first year of college so i redshirted okay um and then i had microfracture surgery once I graduated and got out, so, but nothing like, it wasn't like a, uh, like, like a, a one thing that happened. Those were like injuries that like kind of developed over time. So it wasn't like a, I got hit or fell or whatever like that one. I I, I don't know. I don't know if I could have done with the, the lacerated kidney. I, I just, it was nah. not. It was that not sounds, yeah, that sounds awful. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, no. he went wins the injury uh the injury competition there for sure yeah it, it's completely fine now though like they had to put a stent in me and then at three months i got the stent out and completely fine so <laughs> crazy stuff crazy crazy times <laughs> get him off the hot seat and move I on to the yeah. The thankful uh, return of Melissa and Triple M because Triple A, in my opinion, was an absolute disaster. So, Triple M time. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving at the Parisian Cafe. Yes. Okay. Um, first of all, I'm super sorry that I missed out on last week's. You should be. I'm really sorry I missed out on Triple A. However, for this special edition of Thanksgiving Triple M, I'm going to start with our super, super special guest, as Amy called him, Mr. Ty Cole. <laughs> First question for the good of the group. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food item? And what is your least favorite food item that you wish would go away? That was Andy's dog that just barked for anyone who's listening. So Ty, you're up. Uh, my mom makes a fantastic stuffing. It's what, pretty. What makes it fantastic? We need to know that. It's like the it's it's the basic stuffing. Um, there's nothing oh. to it, but that's I, I love it like that. You know, there's it doesn't complicate things. You okay. Know? Um, least favorite is cranberry sauce. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> sorry, I just like choked. <laughs> it's disgusting. She was shocked. That hurts. Can't do the cranberry sauce. 
Did Andy just say that's disgusting too? It's disgusting. That hurts so deeply. Wow. The candy corn of Thanksgiving foods. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm not feeling grateful. That was a shot of DJ. No, it's it's not. multiple holidays said, right there. Wow. Disrespect. I had to focus <laughs> on my water because of that awful, awful slate. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Thanks, Ty. <laughs> Andy, I'm going to go with you next since you have some strong opinions on this. <laughs> All right. Same, same least favorite. Uh, I just, I, just I don't even... Is it just the flavor of the cranberries, the consistency? Like, what is it? Yeah, so, like, in, in like the cranberry sauce, and then I've, I've had a few times at um, different people's houses, like a cranberry relish. Like they, well. they all make their own. Kind yeah, of. which I also don't like. I just, I, I don't, the, the appeal just isn't there to me. Like, I don't know what that's supposed to go on or if it's supposed to be eaten by itself. If it's supposed to be eaten by itself. Bleh, Turkey is a vehicle for cranberry sauce. I'm just going to oh, put that out there. Let's crash that vehicle right now. No. Um, and then my favorite, I, this is a, this is kind of a cop out, but honestly, it's Turkey. I mean, I absolutely love Turkey. It is fantastic. Now, have you ever had it like fried Turkey, like in the big yes. fryer? What yes. do you like better? Do you like the Turkey fryer or the oven baked Turkey? Um, this is probably more of a shot at my brother since I've only had his fried Turkey, but I don't necessarily care much more for the fried turkey it's not a huge difference to me okay I, mean, I feel like it's mostly the skin that's like crispy yeah inside like the actual turkey meat doesn't feel or taste any different um yeah. in my opinion so okay good to know good to know bruce rayner what about you <laughs> mm. probably turkey favorite for turkey breast okay i do not like uh the brown meat not a dark meat okay nope but uh as far as uh cranberries uh that's like my second favorite so <laughs> nope. oh no i love it <laughs> now are you like a canned cranberry like with yeah. the ridges and you just cut up the ridges okay yep. mm -hmm. all right i like it i like it travi what about you um Definitely turkey. Cooked okay. all night, the night before. The night before? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your know. least? Uh, probably green bean casserole. Hmm. Gross. Green bean casserole. Is that like the, the French's onions on top? That kind of green bean casserole? Yeah. It's like cream of mushroom soup, right? Oh, yeah, it's disgusting. That's also awful. It's not, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. I like green beans in general. Like I just so like green I. beans, but when you like make soupy green beans, like, <laughs> it's not my. It's not. My uh, I don't get that. Even the look of it looks weird to me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. David Jackson, last but certainly not least. Uh, so like my favorite is more of like a combination of things. So I eat it all at once with like turkey dressing and gravy. Nice. It's really good. Um, and I'm going to have to go with the majority. Just throw cranberry sauce in the mm -hmm. trash can and just leave it there. Bury it in the backyard. Just burn it. All of that. It's just awful. I, I honestly like, I feel that you can tell a lot about people from the answer of these questions. And I think <laughs> we all are sociopaths. Yeah. Just just throw it all away. Like the consist. Like I hate it. Like because my grandma used to do it. Like she I mean, there are people in my family. And it's just like it was almost like you just put it right out of the can yeah slap it on a plate and you still see the ridges like what yeah. what is 
And you get it. Yeah. It's awful. No, it's gross. Wow. I just, there's so many emotions going on right now. So everyone's favorite was like the turkey. To me, like I'm a sides person. I like all the sides of Thanksgiving. I could care less about the turkey, but I don't like, I don't like mashed potatoes. I'm not a gravy person. So like, I like the stuffing. I like the corn, but like, to me, the cranberry sauce. Is my uh, well, wait, let me ask you this. Do you guys, favorite. Do you guys like corn pudding? Have you ever heard of yes, it? Yes, we make it, like I it? make it every year. Yeah, it's awesome. I actually like that a lot. Yeah. I had it the first time a few years ago, it was really good. I make it and it's so, so good, but oh my gosh, like with stuffing and some cranberry sauce, it's just like the best combo. Wow, I just, wow, I don't even know where to go from here. So you all hate cranberry sauce. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, next question. Would you rather be a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade or a performer in the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade? And you have to tell me what kind of balloon or what kind of performer. I'd be the SpongeBob balloon. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, people get excited when they see you. A balloon you get to take in all the sights and sounds like i i'd be a balloon spongebob sign me up yes spongebob balloon okay i'm gonna go with uh david jackson next because i honestly can't wait to hear this well i've already knocked one of those things off my bucket list so i'm gonna have to go with the balloon wait what what was your bucket list i've been in the macy's day parade as I didn't know that oh no i'm not disclosing that no, you have to. Nope. Not, not, not disclosing that. That'll be. Why? Uh, <laughs> okay. Can you say what year? What year were you there? Um, I don't, I don't even remember the year, but it was uh, like I was in kindergarten. So do, do your own research on that one. Got to find this now. Because um, your uncle lives there, right? Yes, he does. Yeah, he lives in New York. But. Uh, yeah, long story short, he was working for Macy's at the time, so he got me in there. So I've already been in there, so I'm going to have to go with a, a balloon, and I would have to be uh, probably a Marvel, some sort of Marvel character. Either uh, I either have to go Black Panther or Magneto. I could definitely see being a Marvel character. Yeah, love the movies. Just kind of like dominating over the crowd. Magneto, just kind of. I'm here to save you. No, not Magneto. I'm, I'm, I'm here to make everything, but I'm the, I'm the villain. The anti. <laughs> that shows you how much <laughs> I know about Marvel movies. Nothing. I really want to know what you were dressed as as a kindergartner in the Macy's <laughs> parade. Were you in Santa's sleigh as one of the little kids? Do your own research. You were, weren't you? Oh. 86 in this conversation. Do your own (laughs) research. I will find this out and we'll have the information by the next podcast. (laughs) Okay, awesome. Uh, Next, I'm definitely going with Travis. Definitely a balloon. Probably Snoopy. Classic. I love the Snoopy balloon. Just took mine. Bruce, you can be the Snoopy balloon too. That's my thing. Don't you get so excited when you see Snoopy coming down the way? Mm-hmm. I get very excited when I see Snoopy. Bruce, are you going to be the Snoopy balloon too? Are you going to push? I will. Crap? I will change it now. Okay. I was googling <laughs> other try? options. I'm going to swap it up, and I'm going to be Olaf. Oh, that's a good one. I'm frozen. <laughs> 
always happy. He is just, always happy. Just taking it all in. I like it. Andy, what about you? Uh, don't judge me, but I've Good. never seen the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade. Uh, I don't even know what performers they have or what balloons. So SpongeBob and Olaf never even knew that those were the. I know. I've I've, I've just never watched it. It's never been appealing. You to Google me. it like I just did. Oh, so Bruce hasn't seen it either. Okay, You've well, never that's like it was on in your house. No. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's almost not American. I, I, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Everyone always looks at me weird. I'm like, I've just never seen it. I don't even know, like, I don't know. I like what performers would there be? Like, they usually have like top, like, pop artists, or they'll have like Broadway shows, or they'll have like the Radio City Rockettes, which is definitely what, if I could do that, I would be a Rockette (laughs) out there just kicking it up for. Cause that's like the, that's like when the Rockettes come out, like then it's Christmas. Cause like they're all dressed in their Christmas attire and it's just so holly and jolly and cheerful. You should definitely, you should watch it this year. Honestly, it's very, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. It's fun um, because like, I just remember watching it as a kid and you see all the balloons coming and they just make you so happy to see all the balloons. I mean, if I were a balloon, I'd have to be a cartoon character like Ty mm-hmm. and Bruce um, and Travis so I'm gonna say a, a a a balloon, just whatever fun cartoon characters the there are. Balloons are huge. I mean, it's like teams of like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many people have to hold down that balloon, but that's a lot. Well, I don't know that I could be a rocket. You could be a rocket. You know what? Change my answer, rocket. I want to be a rocket. Yes, like, Andy fly. and I are gonna be a rocket together. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. These games are gonna get up there. He can be the Grinch. All the way to the sky. <laughs> okay, <laughs> last question. <laughs> this kind of is a little bit more um, thought-provoking since, you know, we're talking about a thankful season. What is one thing you are grateful for in 2020? Which I understand might be a little bit hard because 2020 has been very difficult for a lot of people. And I want to, you know, we want to be aware of that, that this has not been a great year for a lot of people. But what is one thing that you're grateful for in 2020 or one thing that you're grateful to have learned in 2020? So Ty, do you have something you want to start? Yeah, I do. (laughs) I am grateful for this position, um, getting it. um, It it was kind of like a a pretty big achievement, I thought, in my life. You know, that's what I wanted to do. I knew I want to get back to a campus. And I am grateful for the people in the Shenango Valley. Um, it's been a pretty welcoming experience. And I'm grateful for Erica Jones because she is fantastic. I would not be where I am today without Erica Jones because I just want to give her a personal shout out. So yeah, I'd say those three. I Good shout out. I concur because I'm very grateful for Erica as well. She's easily one of my favorite people. Yeah. That's awesome. um dj i'm going with you next buddy uh i don't know i guess i'm thankful for a lot um you know like time thankful for the position that i am uh you know i'm thankful for you know health i think i said something similar last week so i'm doubling down on it but um you know definitely just thankful for you know the people that i get to be around on a daily basis family coworkers, friends um you know the guys on the team so 
I've uh, been fortunate enough to, to meet some really good people and uh, have some, some good people and, and meet good connections and have them in my corner. Nice. Bruce, what about you? Similar to David on that one, just uh, coworkers and friends and family. So, I mean, it's, it's been rough and the summer has definitely not been the usual summer. So been able to stay sane-ish mm-hmm. by uh, like playing uh games and stuff with my friends remotely through zoom and stuff like that just trying to hang in there and hopefully this will all be over soon (laughs) let us hope travis what about you sir um i guess i'm thankful that um our financial situation at penn state as a whole we have a lot of layoffs compared to some institutions across the across the country and our department um we're holding, we don't look for any layoffs or any furloughs until, well, probably not at all, but that's good. We were just giving an update on that. So, yeah, everything looks good, and uh, we're just going to keep maintaining the course that we're on. Very nice. Andy, what about you, sir? 2020 is on a, you know, as a whole, really just kind of made me appreciate everything that I have and, and everyone that I have. I mean, I feel like this year is not about. <laughs> you know, the things that I, I wanted to accomplish or the things that I wanted to do. Rather, it helped me re- remember all the things that I, I already have and the things that I should already be thankful for. I mean, you guys already said it. I mean, blessed to have uh, a, a good job and, and keep that job because, you know, millions of other people aren't, um, you know, I'm able to communicate and, and see amazing people, you know, every day, like all of you wonderful people that I'm staring at right now and, and be able to communicate with my family and for them to be healthy and and happy and have jobs. And, uh, you know, I just think that, you know, this, this Thanksgiving, especially, I can just look back and say, like, you know, I, I may not have accomplished the things that I wanted to do or did everything I wanted to do this year, but my goodness, I've, I've, you know, there's, there's so many things that I, I should just stop and, and be thankful for and appreciate every single day. So a uh, nice little, you know, reality check, I guess this year. So that's, that's a positive I can take away from the year. Yeah. I echo that too. I think you're right. Like there's a lot of the things that for a while was, was kind of making me sad that I'm like, I know I'm not going to be able to accomplish that this year. And those are the things that you, you kind of, you know, you get frustrated for because you feel like you're not progressing in that, you know, in that pattern that you want to do, but you're totally right. Like just realizing what you do have. And, you know, if you have family, if you have close family and friends that are in your corner and that support you and that root for you and cheer you on and vice versa, you're that same person for them too. Like that speaks volumes for the circle that you have. And so that's what I'm most grateful for is like the circle of friends and coworkers that, you know, we get to do this on a weekly basis. And as much as we joke around, like if there was anything anybody needed, there's not one of you that wouldn't you know, step right up and and help out. So just to have that, like that small tight corner around you, I think has been the, what I'm most grateful for this year. Awesome. Yeah. Those are my questions, fellows. Thank you. What a great triple M today. Triple M. I'm like, I'm still very sad that I missed triple A. You shouldn't be. (laughs) I thought you called it something else. No, I called it AAA. Remember I said, 
I wanted it not to be confused with the travel service. What did you say? Andy's anonymous. Well, no, I, I, I said Andy's assorted. And then I said analysis and then I changed it to assertions and then I changed my mind altogether. <laughs> Cause it really didn't matter. And then of course I've got clowns texting me with what they think AAA should, should <laughs> which was far less polite, <laughs> but far more true. <laughs> okay. Just remember, I didn't make any jokes today directed towards you. So, you know what? I kind of do have an announcement before we go into Ty's final words, because I'm sure Ty's going to have some really good final words. But as we talk about like going into the holiday, because we're, we're obviously we're going to release this on Thanksgiving Day. We're in the holiday season. And I know that there are some people that um, get really excited about the holiday season, but there are some that, you know, have very mixed emotions about the holidays, either, you know, financial strains or family strains or relational strains or perhaps going through the loss of something. So I know that they can be, you know, difficult to get through this time of year. So just remember to be kind to yourself. We always say that to, you know, to stay kind, but remember to stay kind to yourself too. Like this is, this is not, uh, you know, a great time to be alone. Unfortunately, we are isolated. So just to make, make sure that you're doing okay and that you reach out if you're not. And this is, I know like when we plan stuff, we're like planning for everyone else's enjoyment, but this is your holiday too. So make sure that you're making it what you want it to be as well. Um, so that way, you know, it's, it's easier to cope through all of these things. So just stuff like that. I think it's important to realize that it's okay to not be okay sometimes. And if anything that this year has taught us that, like it's okay to not be okay, but we're not okay together, so. <laughs> There's that. Agreed. Agreed, right? <laughs> Good. <laughs> hey, Ty, what uh, what final words do you have for us today? Um, the only <laughs> to follow up that the only um, the only final words I have are you know I think people need a little bit of hope sometimes. Mm. So you know I carry around this little stone in my pocket that says hope a lot. Um, and let's hope for a, a better end to 2020 and a great 2021 and stay safe, wash your hands and wear a mask. Yes. I think hope's probably the best, best word we could, we could come up with. So way to go, Todd. Awesome. Agreed. Uh, beautiful words. Another rock star episode in the books. Um, you know, again, I, I, I agree 100% with Melissa and Ty, and, and hopefully this has taught us to appreciate um, what and who we have in our life. Uh, you know, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. And, and, you know, Thanksgiving is always a day to remember to be grateful and thankful. So I hope that everyone's taking the time to do that. And for all of us here at PTP, stay safe, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay kind. And we will see you next week for another round of Pardon the Pandemic. Happy Thanksgiving. Double, double. Enjoy your cranberry sauce. Oh, yes. I just, I don't know.